Bonjour, guten tag, privet, hello, and welcome back to the Douspois podcast. Oh my lord, this week it has it all. We have good news, we have bad news, we have shocks. All right, it's up to you guys. What do you want to do? Do you want to start with the good news? Do you want to start with the bad news? Okay, let's start with the bad news. Get all the bad stuff out of the way and then we can build our way to the top. Let's start with this weekend. Oh, it was all happening. Of course, the biggest event. No, it wasn't the Spanish Grand Final. No, it wasn't the Norway Grand Final. It wasn't the Swedish first semi-final. It was, of course, my birthday. End result, everyone I know is a complete loser. No one would wear the provided pirate hats. What is coming to the world? They're officially dead to me. I am seeking new friends. But that's okay. Even though I ended up coming home early, I put on the best of Eurovision and danced the night away with my cats. Safe in feeling safe and confident that no matter what, at least we were going to get Kano again at Eurovision 2024. (gasps) Norway did us wrong. Yet again, as we know, this is the third time that Kano Norway superstars should have won with Spirit in the Sky. Norway was robbed. Kano have come back for the third time to represent Norway at the Eurovision Song Contest. Of course, they got through with Spirit in the Sky. They came back with Monument, which Norway denied the Eurovision community, offering, of course, to go with ticks who didn't fare too well on the Eurovision stage. But Kano are fighters and they came back again with once again, the rest of the world had just assumed they were going to be the clear winners and had penciled them in for Eurovision 2024. But the general public of Norway apparently had a different opinion. Norway instead selected Gate with Ulverham. Now, Gate are a huge band in Norway, but at the end of the day, Gate and Gaino came down to a six-point difference between jury and televote, just a six-point difference between who went to Eurovision 2024. Gate had 76 from the jury. Kano had 98, a clear 22-point winner. But then when it came down to the televote, Getha received 174 from the public. Kano received 146. That being said, both acts were about 80 points away from their nearest competitor, which was, of course, Super Rob and Erica. My AI blessed that woman with her Love song to her vibrator. A little bit disappointed that one didn't go through. Oh, I'm, to be honest, I'm not offended by the idea of Eurovision, everyone sending their top three. You know what, bugger it. We're already here for like four days. Let's make it 12 hours. Why not? So what can we say about Gates Overham? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I ordered Go Ashum from Ukraine. Except I ordered it from Wish, which of course is the song Noise, sent by the Ukraine of 2021. See how I sing off key? I dare you to sue me, Eurovision, for copyright infringement. I dare you! Look, I honestly, 
I might be a bit hard on this song and this performance. In other circumstances, it may not offend me so much, but I'm going to be honest, I am a Kano super fan, so I'm a little bit dirty that this one went through, and I'm still a little bit dirty with you as well. Norway, you've ruined my birthday. You two have refused to put on your Kano pirate hat, and you are dead to me as well, Norway. You hear me? Dead! And you know what? I don't even care. I am not taking... I'm still leaving it on my Eurovision playlist. So take that, Norway. You may take the Melody Grand Final, but you will never take my Kano from me. The other big result that we have to look at is, of course, we have to go to the Ukraine. Aluna, Aluna and Jerry Hale won with their song, Teresa and Maria. Now, you might remember we talked about Jerry Hale before. We were all behind Jerry. This is, oh, I'm having a memory blank. I know there's definitely at least her third, it might even be her actual fourth attempt at trying to represent Ukraine at the Eurovision Song Contest. And she has come back every year after defeat. She has kept trying on and she has finally succeeded. Woo! From one vegan to another. Hells yeah. Jerry Hale's vegan. It's still on my Eurovision playlist as well. I don't care if it didn't win. I don't care if it even didn't come close to winning. I still love it. And if you're out there and you're vegan, I recommend you have a listen to Jerry Hale's. Well, it's just called vegan. It's not that hard to find. But that's not even the most interesting win of the week. This week, (laughs) now I'm not going to give you all the secrets. I'm not going to give too much away. So don't worry, there won't be too many spoilers. But we all know when it comes to Spain, it's always a mixed bag. Either Spain goes for it and puts their heart and soul into it, or you really get the impression that they don't want to be there. It is either a thousand percent or minus a thousand percent with Spain. I actually think their fires got relit with Coco Slomo. I think their fires have been a little bit tickled and fanned. They've got a taste for it. And oh my lord, are they back? Nebulosa won the Benidorm Festival with Azora. This already is an absolute icon of a song and a performance. Obviously, there are touches that will need to be done between now and the big stage, but oh my Lord, even within 30 seconds, you can tell straight away this is going to be a cult classic. It's perfect timing. Everything is 80s at the moment. The 80s is having a huge revival. Oh, they fully embrace the 80s. They're even bringing the Kata back to the Eurovision stage. Oh, I have tingles. Then, oh, beautiful, beautiful lady comes out. Oh, my Lord, talk about a sugar mama. There are such sugar mama vibes from this performance and this song. Everything about her performance says gay icon with her gorgeous two Backup dancers. Everything about this performance is screaming huge hit. It has the catchy lyrics, the easily remembered lyrics. Everyone can give it a Zora, Zora. 
You can sing along, you can cheer, you can swivel your hips in time to the music. Then when you think this woman can't be any more of a gay icon, her two sexy backup dancers reveal. Oh my Lord, do they reveal. Okay, picture a vibe. I'm getting a Jason Momoa in Game of Thrones season one vibe. Lots of black eyeliner and a ponytail. And when you think they can't give you more, what's better than a dragon's egg? Oh, it's two gorgeous bearded men ripping off their kit to reveal their lingerie beneath and then do a little dance. Honestly, this has everything. It has got sing-along music. It's got move-along dance vibes. It has a sugar mama gay icon and two sexy lads in lingerie. Oh, if this doesn't scream Eurovision winner, I don't know what will. Honestly, after I saw this song and this performance, halfway through it, I was already downloading the song into my best of Eurovision. Dropped my phone, almost cracked my screen, almost broke my foot, but worth it. Oh, this one is going to give you and the Eurovision stage tingles. Now, the very exciting news, it literally came out just after our last episode. I haven't put the draw outcome, but I will put it up. I will share it with you. We got the draw order for the first and second semi-final. First semi-final. This is how it's going to go. The first half, we have Ukraine, Cyprus, Poland, Serbia, Lithuania, Croatia, Ireland. We bang it up, bit of an interval act. Second half, Slovenia, Iceland, Finland, Portugal, Luxembourg, Australia, Azerbaijan, Moldova. Ooh, I'm going to say it. I think this first semi-final is going to be the one to watch. We have absolute powerhouses in here. Just off the top of my head, I can say I'm fairly confident just from their history. Ukraine, Poland, Iceland, Finland, Azerbaijan, Moldova. Ah, if history's anything to go for, just get straight in the grand final. Ooh, this is a hard spot to be for Australia. We are literally before Azerbaijan and then Moldova. Yay! One of my all-time favourite countries, and I do love Azerbaijan. Again, either it's a bit of a fizzer or it is an absolute masterpiece. So, oh, depending how amazing those two last two performances are, there is a failure that we could just be gotten. Oh, but hopefully we pull out something spectacular and so people can just go, you know what, just give me the bottom three and we go straight through. Sorry, I can't tell you who Australia is sending this year because we still don't know. People have been actively pestering our television broadcaster over here in Australia, leaving furthered messages on Instagram, on Facebook, sending them emails. Who are we sending? What are we sending? Tell us now. And they keep telling us patience is a virtue. Well, I'm a sinner and I have no patience. Tell us, tell us now. Now, the second semi-final, first half, we have Austria, Malta, Switzerland, Greece, Czechia, Albania, Denmark, Armenia, 
Jizzy it up, little bit of a break. Second half, Israel, Estonia, Georgia, Netherlands, Norway, Latvia, San Marino and Belgium. Now, some conspiracy theorists, and I love that we now have conspiracy theorists for Eurovision. It feels like we've got conspiracy theories for everything. The latest conspiracy theory is people have noted that there are 16 acts to compete in the second semifinal and there are only 15 in the first semifinal. Now, an ordinary person might assume that's just because there is going to be 31 countries competing in the semifinal. So obviously one has to have one act more than the other. But the semi-final that has the full 16, the second semi-final is the one that contains Israel. People have theorised because there have been people calling for Israel to be excluded from this year's Eurovision. Conspiracy theorists are suggesting that they were put there just in case something happens and the EB does move to remove Israel from the Eurovision 2024. I certainly don't think that's the case. Let's be honest. It's just a simple case of math. We've got 31. One had to have an extra performance. Of course, the top acts from each semi-final will be making their way to the grand final where they will meet Sweden, United Kingdom, Germany, Spain, Italy and France. Now, I usually don't have a problem with the big five going straight through to the grand final. Let's be honest, at the end of the day, they're the five that pay for Eurovision to happen. And without their financial contribution, we will not be having the spectacular Eurovision that we have. So, eh, they pay for it, whatever, I can live with it. The only time I'm going to have a problem with it is this year, because that means we only get to see Spain. We only get to see Nebulosa's performance once and that's in the grand final. Ah, oh, I'm going to go so far as to see, I want to see it in semifinal one. I want to see it at semifinal two. I want to see it in the grand final. Then I want to see the final performance. When it wins it, I also want it to be every interval act in between. <gasps> I'm a little bit besotted. I have to be honest. So you might be thinking, oh, that is a lot happening. Khan, down, Lizzie. There's obviously nothing else is going to be happening this week. Oh, it is only beginning. This week is the week of Italia. The San Remo Festival is happening this week. Starting from Tuesday, we have San Remo Night 1. Wednesday, 7th of February, San Remo Night 2. Thursday, 8th of February, San Remo Night 3. Friday, 9th of February, San Remo Night 4. Then Saturday, 10th of February, Italy, San Remo Final. The reason everyone is so excited about San Remo this year is it pretty much seems that they have brought together just about Every past performer who has represented Italy at Eurovision to come back and compete this year. Performers from the 80s. Of course, Mahmoud, who almost got across the line. Sally, Sally. And Il Volo. Oh, oh, everybody. Body, be prepared to be romanced and fall in love and spontaneously get pregnant. And, oh, 
but still my heart will follow. Yeah, Sweden's going to be having another semi-final on the Saturday, as is Lithuania. And Latvia will be having its supernova final. That's if anyone can survive this week of San Remo intensity. Mwah! You need to go. You need to call into six to work. You need to take all of these days and nights off. You need to buy all the pasta. You need to make your tomato sauce. I don't care if you've never made a tomato sauce in your life. You are watching San Remo Italian Eurovision Festival. God damn it. You need to make your own tomato sauce. Beat that dough. Mix up a pizza and put anything but pineapple on it. Ugh. This is the week we all get in touch with our inner Italian. You don't have any Italian in you? <laughs> You'll want some by the end of this week. So sit back, prepare the feast for your ears and your belly. If you want a bit of a cheeky pick-me-up, go check out Nebulosa's Benidorm performance of Zora. Meanwhile, I'll put up the running order for the two semi-finals. And if you're feeling generous, you know what? Share your best pasta sauce recipes or your best pizza. Share it with us so we can all enjoy a little slice of Italy this week. So sit back, relax, kick up your heels with this year's sponsor, Bailey's. Good news, they now have a vegan Bailey's. Woo! We're taking over the world one cocktail at a time. See you next week. Although, look, it is San Remo week. I will be 100 kilos heavier. You may not recognize me, but eh, it's Italy week. What that?